Hey, this is Tony Soprano, and you're listening to Jersey Boys Podcast with your hosts, Dave Sturgio and the Ernst Boys. I mean, I could give a shit about the Cowboys. We're in New Jersey. These guys got balls being Cowboys fans in Jersey. Anyways, enjoy. Well, whatever. How about this, Cowboys? What's going on, Cowboys Nation? Welcome to another episode and edition of the Jersey Boys Podcast right here on the Chop Sports YouTube channel and, of course, the premier podcast network. Your host, Dave Sturchio, nationally known comedian, Brett Ernst, and, of course, the Grinch himself, America's fan, Keith Ernst, coming to you live via satellite, via his phone. Um, but listen, hey, guys, did you ever think in a million and one fucking years that the Dallas Cowboys would control their own destiny right now and have a potential chance to lock up the number two spot in the NFC with a division title because of all the fun events that transpired in week 17. Keith, we'll start with you. Um, let me let me answer that question now. Sure. Like you just said. In the beginning in the beginning of the season, no, for me, obviously. I did not think we were going to win the division. That I stand by. I did not think we were going to win the division. Right. All the other shit I did, I was fucking around, but I did not think we were going to win the division. Um, so I'm, I would say starting midseason, I was like, wow, we do have a chance. And I gave us last year, last week on the show, if you remember, I said we have a 60% chance to win the division. <laughs> you were like, oh, that's a favorable one. I'm like, yeah. And most of it was because of the, um, the Cardinals. So, uh, But all that being said, I mean, the way this season has went down, yeah, it's it's been a, sh- a roller coaster, shocking season for sure. I put out a I put I, out a tweet. I, I put gonna, out wait, a I want to I want to go the opposite. I, I in the beginning of this season, I thought, yeah, we would win our division. Um, the way we were playing this month, no. Uh, I mean, losing to Buffalo, then losing to uh, Miami, and then all of a sudden, you know, Philly kept losing, so. No, I didn't think so. I thought we were going to get the wild card. I mean, you know, I get, I thought that Philly was going to lock it in. Yeah, um, for sure. I put in, a, I put out a tweet, and it was really good because I think it was, you know, again, I'm a Chris Farley guy at heart. He's one of my favorites, if not my favorite comedian of all time, and plus all of his movies. It was the uh, Black Sheep reference where he's on stage and he's not supposed to be, and it's his brother, and he's like. I'm not supposed to be here, right? And that's, that's what I put out for the Cowboys in, in week 18. They're not supposed to be here right now. You had the Philadelphia Eagles start 10-1 and one and look like world beaters as if we were like, you know what? The hell with it. They're never going to lose. They keep winning these close games. The referees, blah, 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 right? All this shit where they would go 10-1 and one and all of a sudden a month later and the Philadelphia Eagles are 11-5 and five and they look no matter what they do in week 18 doesn't matter and the Dallas Cowboys control their own, which is bonkers to me. The bigger bonkers is what's been happening as a result of the end of that night. Obviously, Brett was on stage. Me and Keith were seeing it live. Brett caught up after his his set, and he saw everything that went down and how it transpired. The talking heads are out there, and they're saying, shame on you refs, this, that, and the third. Shame on, you know, blah, blah, blah. We have pretty simple takes here. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's to, to me, it's straight up as simple as this. Whatever the referee says to the Dallas Cowboys is how we should play defense. If they say that 70 is your eligible receiver, you're going to cover 70 up to make sure there's no play to be made for that guy. Oh, well, by the way, 68 is wide open in the end zone. There's a reason for that because the Dallas Cowboys had no goddamn clue that he was even eligible for that play. Keith, I'll start with you. I just said my piece. What is your thoughts on this? Uh, on this uh, I guess you can call it the controversy that is the end of the Dallas Cowboys-Detroit game. Well, that's my whole thing, you know, regardless, there, there are two things, all right, that we know for a fact. Three offensive linemen ran to the ref, okay, before that play, and the fact that that ref told our defense that number 70 was the eligible one. That, those are the, the only facts. Everything else that we didn't hear what the three linemen were saying to the refs, we didn't, that's all we know. And what I find like shocking is how the NFL, how NFL fans, and I know that people hate the Cowboys, that they're so on the Lions side about this. It's like, how is that fair to us? That they told us the wrong, the the wrong uh, O-lineman was eligible, number 70. Like, we would have covered number 63. So we would have been fucked. Why is that okay with the NFL world? It's like they just want to grant them the, 
the two points. But no, that's not fair to us because he told us the wrong receiver. I'm sorry, the wrong lineman was eligible. Now, another thing that a lot of people don't realize is I believe I might be getting this number wrong is that number 70 reported as eligible in like six or eight plays that game. Mm -hmm. Okay. So for them to do that, you know, to, to, to send all three of those players to the refs, that, that poor fucking ref. Now you're messing with him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, apparently, and I talked, I talked to Brett uh, a little bit the next day about it. And we kind of were in unison where we were like, well, it, it was almost as if, and it's not almost as if it, it was the case that the coach was literally trying to scheme up by talking to the officials prior to the game and saying, Hey, if this happens, we're going to run this fucking play. Go ahead, Brett. Well, Sturch, that coaches do that anyways. They always brief, uh, they draw it up. Both sides do of, of any type of a trick play that they're going to have. I mean, that's what, um, uh, what's his name? Not buddy. Uh, Ryan was talking about, uh, Rex Ryan, he was well, he was pro Lions on this one, just so everybody. Well, knows. he was pro players. He's like, you can't blame the players for this. But at the same time, uh, to add to my brother's point that about the refs, I mean, that's why these gimmicky plays are stupid, anyways. Number one, number two. Okay, obviously the le- the refs aren't lying. Uh, obviously that they did not hear sixty eight because the the only other option would have been. If they did, if they, if they're just going to lie to cover their ass and they would tell that, well, we did tell you 68 was eligible just to cover their ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. Either way, they're going to be lying to cover themselves. So obviously the refs did not hear 68 say report in and they got confused. I mean, the play was such a good trick play that it tricked the refs. The one thing that I would say is as a football fan, I'm tired of hearing how the referees keep deciding games. I mean, and nobody's even talking about that shitty uh, tripping penalty that they that they called against us that wasn't even us that took us all the way out. Of, I mean, it pushed us all the way back. It would have been what first and ten on the twenty-two. Yeah, well, it would have been a makeable first like couple downs. You get one first down, game's over. But you got all you have to do is kneel it or waste time three times and then kick the field goal. And Detroit's got no time left at all, really, to drive down the field. Well, we'll get into I mean, we can get into that sequence of events. No, but, but I'm just, saying how 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 that tripping penalty cost us to get that would have cost us the game, right? If, so let's let's say that the the bullshit phantom tripping penalty happens, and then they allow the two point conversion. That tripping penalty cost us the game. Right. And regardless of whether you're a Detroit or Dallas fan, these refs have been deciding way too many games on fucked up calls and, and something needs to be done about it. Well, I, I've said this and I'll beat my chest over and over again about it is that the NFL is a quadrillion dollar business, right? Like the, the, the money is just unlimited in the NFL. They own days of the week, right? You're telling me that you can employ full-time referees that are there always like these guys are coming off their 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 kids' picnics and they're like, oh, we got a game to ref. Like it's a fucking pickup game. Like yeah. they're they're not full time referees. And while I know they all know the rules, every time I say, and look, this can get me canceled or not, I don't give a shit. Any, well, I'll just say this: anytime I see a new referee, whether male or female, I'm like, well, maybe they don't fucking know what's going on. Like, yeah, I understand they know the rules, and I'm sure there's tests to be taken and all this shit. But like, at the end of the day, I'm just like. How did you miss that, or or how did you miss this, Brett? You're on multiple podcasts, and you've you've talked to multiple people in the field of gambling. Do you think there's anything to this? The integrity of the game is being jeopardized I mean, by the referee be, via gambling. I don't think it's the gambling as much as if the NFL has an agenda of who they want. Because remember, it's still entertainment, and that's how it's built. Well, if because, that's the look, case, Dallas- Brett, if that's the case, then Dallas should be in every Super Bowl. Not necessarily. I mean, it depends on marketing shares and, and you know. Uh, Who's bigger than us, <laughs> honestly. Who's yeah, bigger than the Cowboys? It's a profit-sharing organization. So, you know, I, I believe everything other than, you know, local or merchandise stuff that the, the league shares so that, you know, to build other markets. I mean, again, if we're talking conspiracy, as far as gambling goes, if you took the Cowboys, you lost. Even if Dallas won, you didn't cover. Correct. Yeah, I know. Yeah, correct. So it, it doesn't make sense unless you know. Uh, no, I mean, uh, Detroit still covered. 
Yeah, in the gambling aspect, yeah. But, uh, well, again, we, we said our piece. We can't beat the dead wait, horse. Wait, wait. There's, there's, there's one more thing I want to say that sure. and I know because you brought up Rex Ryan, and mm-hmm. I saw that, him getting all pissed. And here's my question to all the NFL fans, the honest fans out there. Let's just say that they got that two-point conversion. Let's just say they threw it to number 68. They got, And then it came out later that number 70 was reported. We complained about it later that number 70 was, was, uh, was reported, not number 68 as eligible. Would they still have that same emotion? No. That's my point. They no. wouldn't fucking care. They'd be like, oh, you bunch of whiners. Oh, look at them making excuses. So that's what I look. That's that's what bothers me about the Dallas Cowboys is that automatically, oh, they're, they're cheaters. They're this. They're that. Everybody comes after them. I think Deanna Deanna Rossini uh, came out and said, "Had this gone the other way, first take and all these other mainstream shows, they would have had a ball with just ripping the that's Dallas Cowboys." Yeah, yeah. And she and she's like one of my favorites to read because I feel like she has that that fan in her still, right? That that shows you like, or at least the the knowledge to say like, all right, there's a reason why this gets clicks and then this doesn't, right? When the Dallas Cowboys, and look at our podcast, for example, we don't get millions of of downloads, but I will tell you this, the downloads go up when we lose. I'll tell you right now, they do. And, and like people love to hear me, you and Brett go absolutely batshit crazy off a loss. It's just the way it it used to happen with Chop Sports. We had a daily show, me and Gooch. If the Packers lost and the Cowboys won, they're like, oh, we got to tune in to see if Chris is losing his mind today. You know, those are the kinds of things that get the clicks and get the draws. And truth be told, that's that's just the way of the world. But in any way. And also, uh, I don't know what defensive player said it. I think it may have been Gilmore or it may have been. um, J. Ron Curse. I know exactly where you're going with this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, he said that they practiced. So, bro, he came out and said they practiced this all week. So that's they knew, and then when they said seventy, that's why. In other words, I've heard people say, "Well, how do you know you were going to be able to cover 68? It's like they practiced it all week, and and you yeah. know I used to like Dan Campbell. I he he's pissed me off though, you know you and and everyone and let's I know you know I'm on the ref side on this one. I am on this one particular play. Everyone's coming after him, dude. What the fuck are you doing, man? You know, all three of you are running up to him. Number 70, like I said, reported, let's say, eight times already. You well, know, do you know that you also... Con- you're trying to you- confuse the Cowboys, but instead you confuse this ref who was trying to be honest the whole fucking time. Did you also know that Brad Allen, the head referee, was not part of the meeting in the beginning of the game? Did you know that? No, that, that I didn't know either. He but- wasn't even involved in this whole strategic, we're about to fucking pull the rug over. He wasn't even there. And, and that's bro, not, that's not, not normal. Yet? Huh? But did you hear? Did you hear what Sturt said? And I heard this too. They're saying they announced on the PA or seventy he announced that number seventy. Seventy. Yep. So the guy act. So he didn't just go over and tell the defense. He announced it. It was over and ready for this. This is <laughs> this is the funniest part. It it was announced and you heard it clear as day on the Spanish broadcast on the like like they're like they're, they're speaking Spanish. Blah, 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 blah. But then you hear like. Number 70 is reporting eligible. Like, they literally and, announced it. And here, and here's the messed up part. What does Dan Campbell do? Nothing. Nothing. He heard if you, it. If you, heard if it. you heard that and you're going nuts, you wait, whoa, 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 time out, time out, time exactly. out. Exactly. So he we, knew exactly what the fuck. He, fuck him. He tried to pull a belly cheat, you know, break the rules, do all that kind of shit, and it blew up in his fat fucking face. I tell you right now, and I, and I said this in the text thread with you guys, again, when he became a head coach and he's on his first press conference and he's like, we're going to fucking kill motherfuckers and bite off kneecaps. I'm like, yeah, man, look at that. A player's coach. This guy's cool as fuck. Look at his motor. You love that shit. But when you had a chance, and, and, and again, I talked to Brett on the phone about this the next day. I said, you had a chance. Once the penalty's called and you got to back up five yards, you have to kick the extra point. I understand there's another flag called on Micah Parsons for jumping in the neutral zone, which by the way, I, I thought he didn't jump all the way into the neutral zone, but whatever. The the flag was called. They negated an interception, and then they get another chance. So what are you thinking? Third time's a charm? No, man. Just fucking live to see another day. You you can't you can't come out there and say like, well, the Lions weren't playing for nothing. They locked up the North. No, they could have had the two seed, if not the one seed. But like, there's there's routes to these things. So everybody's playing to win. You're just being that. My dad said it best, and I'll give him credit. There's a difference between being reckless and and aggressive that was reckless you don't do that three times in a row to try to win a fucking football game you just don't 
and the other thing too is, I mean, we the the one thing that is a hundred percent, none of this is Dallas's fault. And he, they they had two options. They're either gonna uh, get the refs gonna re- reverse it, or Dallas is the victim in this. Um, you know, they announced it over the PA. They they did this. Stu- they're trying to be slick. They confused the referee. And and then again, not going at least to try and and, and go into overtime, you know Dallas. Th- there's nothing at fault. There's no reason anybody should be mad at the Dallas Cowboys for this at all. I mean, I at you, all. the best part about this is that I even saw you talk about getting deep rooted onto that fucking app known as Twitter. People were coming up and saying. By the way, there's a rule in the NFL rule book that the commissioner has authority to re- like reverse game decisions deep in the fucking handbook, right? And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> so he's like, I'm like, not only that, to me, and, and this is just me being braggadocious, but like, who's to say Dak Prescott don't come on the field, throw two passes to CeeDee Lamb, and then fucking yeah. our, our perfect kicker doesn't send a 76-yard fucking field goal through the uprights? Like, who's to say that? You can't tell me that that's not out of the realm of possibilities either that our guy kicks a game winner anyway. But guess what? We won the fucking game. Now, yeah. game's over. Thank God we did. Game's over. I, I still think there's there's very big alarming issues with the Cowboys and their decision-making when you had a chance to kill off the clock, not all of it, but most of it, they chose because they were so far behind the sticks. McCarthy said, I think it was the right play to call to try to get a chunk play and throw the ball on second down and save Detroit a timeout. That couldn't have been farther from the right call. Like, And that is the kind of shit that's worrisome come playoff time. Now that the Cowboys, regardless of what happens this week, we could either be the two or we could be the five, regardless of what happens in Washington. We'll talk about them in a little bit. But what I will say is, this is the kind of shit you need, and I'll say it right now, you need flawless execution by Dak and company to win the whole fucking thing. Because if it comes down to a timeout or it comes down to some kind of play call or time management situation, I feel like, Keith, we're fucked in that regard. Absolutely, brutally fucked because McCarthy's yeah. going to blow it. Yeah, Matt, that was, that was, I agree. I mean, you just run it three times where we're at and then, they would have had the Take ball with the clock left. all the way down. Um, right. I mean, at least run it the second time. And then I know you're supposed to do it the third, but if it's third down and you want to get a chunk play, then maybe yeah. it's more understandable. But have something underneath so you can get tackled inbounds. This ball was thrown up to the pylon. Well, that was the third. I mean, the third play was the pass play, too, which they caught. It was underneath. It right. Was like, and it runs the yeah. clock. So fine. But, I'm with that. We're doing that kind of, yeah. I mean, that was, no, no I agree. That's, and the thing that does. But, and I'll, I agree with that, Sturge. That does make me worried some. And also, and I'll say it again because we didn't have it, are the challenges. He does not know when the challenge. And he doesn't know, you know, even if he has time, it seems he never challenges something that should be challenged. So that does he's like waiting. Well. He's waiting too long for the confirmation to come from above to yeah. just challenge it. You know, he's, he's worried. He's worried. He's like, if I throw that red flag out too fast and I'm wrong, man, I just cost our team a timeout. But nine times out of 10, the Cowboys go into halftime with two timeouts in their pocket. Right. Like, yeah. it's always like, who cares? You know, like who cares? Yeah. That's the worrisome part. The other big worrisome part, Brett. And I only bring this up because of the news that just broke right before we went live on the air. The Jets and Dalvin Cook have parted ways. They're giving him an opportunity to go out there and find a playoff team to play for. Okay. And after watching Tony Pollard run in slow motion and not know where the fuck the hole was, and then having no Rico Dowdle, trying deuce in the passing game. Yeah, did it look like it could have developed into something a couple times? Sure. But then, like, everybody's like, it should have been Malik. Is this a question or a statement? Uh, This is a little bit of statement. This is a statement. But are we – we're a passing team, clearly. But, like, every team in the NFL playoffs, every team in the NFL playoffs have to be well-balanced. Are we completely screwed in the running department, Brett? I mean, have you seen enough I mean, to say we're done? You know, I mean, I, it's a loaded question. I don't think we're screwed. That's not um, a loaded question. Know, I only took three minutes to say it. <laughs> I don't think we're screwed. I mean, it is definitely the weakest aspect of, of our game. But, you know, um, I, if we could pick up some running back, I know you uh, I, I know you said also, too, we're, we're talking to uh, Collins as far as, you know, uh, we, we need some offensive help. Uh, on the O line, at least, and some running game, and and as my brother, me and him talked about, we need some uh, linebacking help as well. But 
the clock management is what we were getting at. And that last play, that that last series of downs is our our Achilles heel, is uh, Mike McCarthy's decision how to control the clock and our running game not being so strong. If, if we had a good runner or a good running game, I should say, we, you know, we, we can have faith, you know, um, security and knowing if we run it three times, we could get the first down, still control it. And it doesn't seem like we have that this year. And and that's going to hurt. That's a, a, a red flag going into the playoffs. If I, if I had three, it would be the running game clock management and our linebackers are the three things that worry me. Um, as far as the, the running backs go, um, I would think Dalvin cook would be an awesome addition. Absolutely, man. That's somebody that, that can come in and, you know, that power runner and look, he comes on another team. He wants to prove that it was the other team, not him and getting on our team. That's the best way to prove it in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pollard, man, when he dropped that pass, I lost it. The one pass that just, Remember the pass that April well, my brother, my brother, my brother texted me, and I saw the replay. He did get like mushed a little bit in the face, where he like may have lost sight of the ball, but it still hit you right in the fucking hands, dude. Like it you know what I mean? You like in the hands, dude. Yeah, dude. Like, like, you can't. On. And then the way he's not hitting the holes, and he had a couple runs where he did, but look, yeah, I mean that that's that is worrisome. I mean the the I I agree with what Brett said. I mean all three of those in order. Uh, I actually would. No, I would maybe keep it. I'd probably do the, the, the time management one last. But I would go our rushing attack going into the playoffs, our ability to stop the run with our linebackers as the second, and then I would do time management as the third. Well, I'm going to give flowers to guys like Demarcus Lawrence, Micah Parsons. Those guys played their asses off again and in the run defense and, you know, getting in the face of Jared Goff. And like you predicted, Keith, there is a there is two different Jared Goffs, and we got yeah. we got the we got the bad one towards in the spots that we needed him to be bad. He was bad, right? Yeah. He he threw the interceptions. He he didn't look off receivers. We we picked them off a couple of times, right? Everything was working in that regard. When it comes to the linebackers, I, I'm wholeheartedly agreeing with you guys. There's there's no, and it's just to me, it's just malpractice, man. Like when you knew LVE was going to be out for an extended period of time. You never kicked the tires on guys. You just shifted guys around in hopes that they could play multiple positions. You know, Marquise Bell is built like a safety. They brought him to linebacker. He can do it. Donovan Wilson, they bring him up in the box a lot. He can make the big hits. Great. Jordan Lewis is a nickel corner. He's not supposed to be tackling big guys, but guess what? He had a great game too, but we really can't expect that to happen week in and week out. Like, we're going to get burned on the line, and Hankins is on his way back, which is good. He's probably going to sit out one more time, get ready for the playoffs. We're going to get big Hankins back. Great. But, like, you couldn't kick the tires on, like, an Anthony Barr who was just chilling on the practice squad or somewhere. Like, somebody that we've had already. Some, like, just well, something. And they just didn't do it. And it's to me, watched, it's not practice. I watched the condensed version. <laughs> and uh, everybody, everybody take a shot. Go ahead. <laughs> and strictly for the linebackers. And what yeah. I noticed is they're undersized, okay? No, I mean, and they're, trying, yeah, to, they're trying to pick a hole. And when they're picking the hole, when an O-lineman releases, they're turning their bodies. They're like – what I'm trying to say is they're not taking on blocks like linebackers should. You know, you take on a block, which whatever, if it's an ISO or whatever play it is, and and they're they're athletes and they belong in the NFL. They're just not built to be those those middle linebackers, if that makes sense. You know, they'll get yeah. through once in a while, though, but I meant there's no, they look kind of I'm not saying it, they look kind of scared once in a while when those blockers are coming, the way they're turning themselves. You know what I mean? Because it's they're not built for that. And I agree, right. I agree, Sturch. Fucking Parsons and Lawrence, they were balling. They, I bet they, they're one of the main reasons the run was being stopped when right. it did. Because I didn't see really any. I know Jordan uh, Lewis did make one, make a good play, but I really didn't see anyone else. No, I'm sorry. Fowler fucking balled out that game too, bro. We never bring him up on this podcast. I know. Dante Fowler had a game, man. He had a really, really good game against Detroit. So him too. Yeah. Yeah, he comes. He comes from the Dan Quinn system, right? And he, yeah. he's he's liked by Dan Quinn, and that's why he's on the field. And Dorrance Armstrong's out there, and like, look, they got a good defensive line. It's just if you make it to the second level, their offensive linemen are going to maul our linebackers right now because yeah. they're just undersized. Yeah. I'm not saying our, and just like you said, I'm not saying our guys are bad players. I'm just saying they're just not in the right position, right? They're exactly. just not there. Exactly. Um, so that should be addressed number one come draft slash free agency time. Get some guys in there because look. I don't want to call this, but I don't know if LVE is back. You know, I, I it might be it for him, right? Like, and it sucks to say that, but it might be it for him. We did shift Micah Parsons around, 
which was different, right? It wasn't just all edge. He was floating around. He was, you know, kind of going to multiple positions, which was being called for by a lot of Cowboys Nation. They're like, wow, you got to take him off the line and let him do his thing. And We can't put him in the middle. We can't. We can't. You're, you're risking uh, the kid. You're risking injury. You're keep him where he's at, either outside or, or at the end. We just got to get a big body in the middle, man. I mean, somebody just to plug up those holes or, or yeah. take on a double team, man. And I think, and, and I think Mozzie has done a, a decent job when Hankins has been down, right? And I think Neville Gallimore is good at taking on some stuff. And, and, and I think those guys are good. But again, once you get the playoff time, guess what? These guys are all great. Yeah, but we're, we're still missing. We know that. But what we're missing is a middle, the middle linebacker, somebody to plug that hole, somebody, like he said, take on the ISO, somebody, a big body that's in there that just loves to run taking on the run mm -hmm. we don't have hey, that uh, what's the name of the guy that got injured again the front linebacker we all liked i forgot his name overshot yeah no he was safety he was gonna play safety though no, I think, a little bit he's he's more in a micah part he would be more of an outside type guy gotcha so he yeah so he's not big so enough we just yeah ball. so we need a we need to fucking find the ray lewis we need we to need find the guy jones. in the middle we need a robert jones Robert Jones, yeah. right? now, now you're yeah. dating me. I love it. We need a Ken yeah. fucking Norton. Is who that's we the type of middle. That's a middle linebacker type that you need, man. Robert yeah. Jones, number fifty-five. Like the dude for uh, what you call it, uh, San Francisco. That kid's nasty. Oh, Fred Warner. Yeah, that kid's nasty. Oh, dude, he's he's one of the best players, defensive players in the league, I think. But um, anyway, so look. We get the win. We did our part. Then comes Sunday, right? New Year's Eve. We're all just like, all right, what are the odds? Well, of hold, Kyler on, Murray? hold on. I want to say one more thing about the game before we leave sure. it. That the turning point for us that turned it from a blowout to a good game was the CD land fumble out of the end zone. Yeah. If we which, by the way, which, by the way they're going to change that rule next year, which is going to be nuts. It is. And CD said he sh they shouldn't change it. That was on him. CD Lamb came out and said, "Don't change the rule." He's like, I, I, "That was my bad." Well, they're gonna apparently, from what I've read. Why? But I don't get it. Why? The yeah. what I think was gonna happen is what I think might be voted on is if the the player fumbles the ball out of the back of the end zone and there's no recovery. Obviously, nobody actually recovers it. That the offensive team will keep the ball, but the ball goes back to the twenty. Oh, so you lose, but they keep it. Yeah, the the offensive team will keep the ball. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, but regardless, well, whatever. Yeah, whatever. whatever the rule is. What I'm saying is, if he scores there and we go up fourteen three, game over. That, that turns to a blowout because that yeah. changes everything. Then you want to see a frazzled golf? Yeah. You would have seen one, big time. And let's uh, obviously talking about CD Lamb. Like we can't talk about the fumble and not talk about the game he had. You know what oh, I mean? Like this dude. I mean, that's the other thing too. I mean, Dallas and Dak played amazing. CD played amazing. You know, uh, it, one, it, one bad throw by Dak Prescott didn't look off the didn't lock off the corner, and there was a yeah. A but there, I but. still say CD could have fought for that a little bit. I, I agree. It, I agree to an extent. Yeah. You watch it. CD was like, because he was wide open at first, and Dak was trying to get away. And what he and he actually called for it. Way. He's like, yo, yo, the, over here. But the way he went up, man, like put it this way: if that was Des Bryant, that may not he would, have happened. He would have murdered him. <laughs> but I think CD's a better receiver than Dex. I think CD Lamb right now. I'm sorry. It's him but and it's Tyreek Hill. It's Tyreek Hill yeah. and him. That's it. I just miss me with Justin Jefferson right now because of injuries and Jamar Chase because he just lost his quarterback and like Stefan Diggs. Yeah, he's good in spots, but man, CeeDee Lamb over 200 yards and just the dude has just broke every Cowboy or single season record this year. Like, yeah, he's balling out and he's going to be I, ours for a long time. So it's I have a question for you guys. I mean, it's uh, who do you want? I, I mean, again, it's just where the chips fall. I don't know if I want to see Seattle again. Seattle can miss the playoffs with a loss. So, you know, I, I, I don't who, – who do you guys want? I mean, who, who would you well, want to let's, see? Let's paint the picture the real quick. Scenario, I, there's one left. All right, well, let's paint the picture because this is exactly how it all transpired. Uh, the reason why we're sitting in the position that we're in, income New Year's Eve, we all kind of looked at the Cardinals coming in as a 3-13 and 13 team – we're like, there's no way, you know, or three and 12, whatever the hell they were. They're like, there's no way they stink. But, you know, Keith alluded, hey, watch out for Kyler. He can ball. You never know. Right. And he did his thing. And Kyler Murray delivered us a very late Christmas gift in giving us the ability to get to the two seat if we beat Washington in Washington, which I think where, you know, Washington was down by three at halftime to a fully loaded San Francisco team. So it's not like they're laying well, down. This is not a cakewalk. 
This no, never, it never people. is. Never is, especially not in Landover, Maryland. It just never is for whatever reason. There's too many historical bad performances, specifically in last weeks of the season, to to uh, you know to to think about when it comes to Washington. But now the way it is right now is that the Dallas Cowboys, if if everybody wins, if all the teams that control their own win, the Dallas Cowboys will be slighted, uh, slotted to take on the Green Bay Packers. Do I want that? That is almost, and a lot of like the deeper analysts will say that's the matchup you want. Me historically, Green Bay in doubt. I just want nothing to do with it. Well, what if what if Seattle wins? Do we get Seattle? No, no. Seattle Seattle needs other teams to lose. They they don't have their own right away now. Right now, who, who right now? Spots. There's six it, spots clinched right now. There's only one left. Right. The six, Who's the front runner on that? Green Bay has their own path. I mean, all they got to do is beat Chicago, and it's over. So, okay. Okay. So would, here's what I'm saying about the Green Bay. Yeah. Okay. That's what he's saying. If everything went, if everybody wins this weekend, we'd see Green Bay. Ed, tell me. And I said this. I'm glad the Bears are eliminated. They're playing some good fucking football. Right? That's the team I would not want to see. Out of with, all the number, those teams, with, with the number one overall pick next year. Yeah, I know, right? And, but, and, and the ten. And the I'm 10. so happy. I'm so happy the Bears are out of it because they've been playing some of the best football the last two months. So, Fields, all of them, the running backs, the running backs are balling. All that 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 offense scared me coming to Dallas. I'm not, I, not saying we would have lost, but they scared me the most out of all of those wild cards. So, so Keith, do you think that they give the Packers a run for their money in Green Bay? Oh yeah. Now oh, that yeah. things are kind of they already locked in. They already locked in the number one pick. They could just do what they got to do. They do, and you know what? I don't know actually because. Here's my thing. The reason why Arizona won and Washington played so well against San Francisco, I said this in the last episode, but it's when teams are playing for nothing for so long, which Arizona has been and Washington has been, they start having fun and they start actually playing football. Like they know that, hey, we're not making the playoffs. Let's just have a good time, go out there. You know, let's let's preserve. I want a contract next year. You want a contract next year. Let's just go out. There's no real pressure and they play a lot better. Um this is really the Bears' first week without that, if not playing for nothing, because they've been playing for something, believe it or not. You know, they were kind of were in the uh, talk to the wild card, and, you know, now they're out of it. So I think they can. Yeah, I think if the if the Bears were up for uh, for the playoffs, they'd, they'd beat Green Bay. Absolutely they would. But if I have to choose out of all the teams that are still in it, I'd want Minnesota. That's the Minnesota's out. Minnesota's no, out not. now. Are you sure? Yeah, they just lost to fucking Green Bay. That was their chance. Yeah, but what if Green Bay loses and it doesn't matter? Because I looked at the little – you know how they put the E next to everyone and they, it wasn't next to them. So I If they're not they eliminated, they have like a 20% chance to make it then. Okay, well, I would pretty, rather them. But Yeah, I mean, Green, look, Minnesota looks like shit. They have Nick Mullins as their guy and the other guy as their guy. Like, yeah, of course, that would be the ideal situation to be home to play Minnesota great, but that doesn't look likely. It looks like it's going to either be Green Bay, the Rams, or an outside chance that it's Seattle. Now, we we've played the Rams already. We beat them up. We beat them up, right? That they were down some injuries. I'm not sure if Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup might have no, been he was there. He was there. Yeah, yeah, he was there. Um, now Seattle. I, I don't want Seattle because of what just happened, right? I don't want Green Bay because look. Here's the thing: we're going to come in the next week, either the two or the five, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like the matchup. I don't care who it is, right? Because like, yeah, I'm just. Yeah. It's it's history. It's like, oh, good. Dallas is in the wild card round. I'm sure there's no way they could fucking blow this, right? So it's like, I already know in my head and in my heart of hearts that it's just like, oh man, I don't care who we play. It's gonna suck. All I really want is to get that one win that in that wild card round at yeah. home, mm. and know that you're hosting again. That's yeah, that's yeah. why this division title is so big. And look, I'm not gonna discredit. And I'll ask you guys. I'm going to pitch this to both of you. There was my guy. You probably seen him on Twitter, Jay Tuck, right? You actually, Brett, you met him in Dallas. The the kid who yeah, yeah, drank yeah. with us in the, in the beginning. He went out on a limb, and people flamed him on Twitter. He's like, I understand that the Cowboys are in the driver's seat for the two. He wants the five. He wants the winner of the NFC South, regardless of it being on the road, and then having another chance at a road game. The following week, just thinking that the matchups seem a little bit better on the road. And look, we've and I said, look, man, just look at the stats. 
it's night and day. You know, and the Cowboys are home. It's a lot different I, this I week. Can see, I can see the logic behind that, but I would prefer the 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 road game. I mean, the home games, man. And then this, I mean, you know, worst case scenario, we're going to be in San Francisco for the NFC Championship game if we're the two seed, right? That's yeah. worst case scenario. If 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 we win at home, that's Twice. our only away game, and then that's gonna, that's going to be Dallas will definitely be up for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, um, I don't want to have to keep playing on the road. Just, just even thinking about it makes me nuts. <laughs> just like, wait, but you know, you're uh, talking you about know, the NFC Championship game. <laughs> like, what? I'm I'm saying, that would be our. I know, I know, I know. That would be our away game, and mm-hmm. and you know that is to me is a better scenario because Dallas will be amped up, no holds barred, you know, and plus the way they kicked the shit out of us last time. <laughs> Hopefully, Dallas will be just firing on all cylinders, you know? Well, yeah. let's not get there yet, but yeah, go ahead, Keith. If I had to choose out of those teams, and, and so long, so you're, I mean, I'd have to look. So, but the Saints could still come in as a wild card, can't they? Or are, are they just. Saints are one of those teams that can actually win the division. So can the Falcons. The Falcons, that NFC South. Out of the Falcons, Saints, and Bucks, can any of them, if they don't win the division, grab that last wild card? Yes, but a lot of trips have to fall. The, the Green Bay Packers have to lose, the, uh, the Seattle Seahawks have to lose. Okay. They have to win. They're playing head to head, the the Falcons yeah, yeah. and the Saints. So it's All like right, so let's just let's just play it this way right now, okay? Let's just play it. Everybody wins that's supposed to win, and we're going to play Green Bay. Okay. The only obviously, and I talked to Brett about this. They have the scariest running back tandem mm-hmm. out of any of the. I mean, 49ers have the best running back in Christian McCaffrey. Who's but hurt? As far by as the, the tandem goes, that fucking scares me. Considering, yeah, that we bro, were we were just. Five minutes ago, we were talking about undersized. You want to take exactly. down AJ Dillon? And bro, I'm telling you, Aaron Jones is is a, a fucking beast. That guy is one of the main reasons they're heading to where they're. He- I know he was injured a lot of the years, but I'm mean, sorry, a lot of the season, um, a lot of the games. But um, since he's come back, it's like it's a total, total different offense. And watching him run the ball, man, I mean, I look, a- we could stop if we could stop. And if we can put the game in Jordan Love's hands, if we can do that, it's a sure win. It is. Don't I, get know, right. I, mean, I mean, he looks good, too. He looks good. He looks good. But, I mean, it's more of a, a – and not only that, I like our de- I like our offense against their defense. I mean, come on. I mean, uh, uh, what's That's his what name? That's what I was just looking up is uh, Green Bay's defense. Well, I'm just, look, going in recent, they needed that game against Carolina. Fucking uh, Hurts or whatever. Not Hurts. The, um, the hell's the name of the Panther uh, – uh, quarterback. Who? Panthers? Panthers. Yeah. The Bryce Young. Yeah, Bryce Young. Bryce Young and that offense put up like 30-something points on on Green Bay's defense. That was two weeks ago, and Green Bay needed that game. So yeah, don't they, get me wrong. I think I, I think if push comes to shove, yeah, the matchup favors us. We'll probably go in there as like five point favorites and shit like that. You know, six point favorite. But again, I just I just look at the the history. No, of, for sure, of, I get it. And it ain't, I understand it's not Aaron Rodgers. I'm well aware. But like you know, still, it's just and that green jersey with the yellow helmet coming into Dallas. It doesn't feel good. We're getting ahead of ourselves. I mean, we should be talking about Washington. Let's talk about Washington then, because yeah, obviously the Cowboys. Well, we're, we're fans. We're allowed to get ahead of ourselves. Players aren't. <laughs> <laughs> no, for well, sure, for sure. I just, you know, I don't like the. the I just want to get right, to so Washington. The pain of picture is obviously has to it has to finish right. We we can't finish the regular season without this game, and it's the Washington Commanders. They're coming in there, losers of a lot of football games this year, right? Sam Howell was not supposed to start last week, but injury to Jacoby Brissett, his hamstring got hurt or some shit. There's already rumors about it's one thousand percent Ron Rivera's last game. Does anybody go out for the Gipper on that one? Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, this might be it. So let's play. Let's win one for Ron because it's going to be over, right? The, the, I think the Redskins are going to be up for this game. They have to be. They know that. Like, all right, our season's toast. What could we do to finish strong? Well, we can cost the Cowboys a division. How great would that be, right? So, like, I think right now, and just based off of what I saw, because I actually watched the entire. Washington Command, I had my buddy Greg, who's a Niners fan, over my house the other day, and I was watching the game, the, the whole game. It was, it was split screen, that and the Eagles game. And I was like, they're not – no, none of these guys are laying down. They were they were in the 49er game until the, the middle of the third quarter. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I got a feeling that's the way it's going to play out this year, this week. You know, and that game, again, new ownership. They're looking to get out of there. Ron Rivera, who knows who their quarterback's going to be next year? Who knows who their quarterback's going to be this week? Nobody's really been back to practice yet. We don't know if Jacoby Brissett's going to be back. 
But Keith, when you look at the the Washington Commanders, the history of the rivalry, and you know they're going to play this up. They're playing it the same time as the as the Eagles Giants, right? So you knew that was going to happen. So they can't scoreboard really. They can't be motivated one way or another. You know what I'm saying? Like, here's the thing: if the Eagles lose to the Giants, the Cowboys win the division with a loss. <laughs> That's just, truth be told, that's how it works. Um, but the Cowboys could just control their own and just beat up on Washington. When you look at Washington, Keith, what, what, what jumps off the what jumps off the chart for you? Well, what jumps off the charts to me the most is what happened to us last season, the last game of the year, when it was the same scenario, except the Eagles had to lose and we had to win. And the Eagles ended up winning against the Giants, and we ended up with probably the most embarrassing loss of the season. And this um, was in Washington, right? We didn't lose at it home. It was in Washington last right. game. That's when uh, I mean, Dak was completely awful in that game. Um, uh, that's what scares me is, and I'll bring this up again. What jumps off the most to me is that I don't. I'm afraid that. And that's why I said I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. And Brett said players aren't aren't supposed to, and he's exactly right. Is that's what I get afraid of? Is that they're going to come in and say, "Oh, this is a five win team." You know, and Washington's going to come out and be like, I know, I know, I know. But I'm just saying, the, the emotions, I'm just hoping that that we come out in that game like saying this is our first playoff game. That's how this should be looked at, as our first playoff game. You know, I mean. And it's another, game, win, it's another game on the road, which kind of like, it won't, it won't conquer those demons by any stretch because of who the caliber team that we're playing. But let's just say we go out there and just kick the shit out of them. Then you're just like. Well, the Niners didn't kick the shit out of them, but Dallas went in there and did. Man, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, you could do that. Yeah, but it's a also, little bit I mean, of that. That's not, yeah. I mean, that's two, two teams. I mean, rivalry, all that kind of stuff. But obviously, McLaren had a really good game against the Niners. I mean, there were. Two, I mean, Howe was throwing the ball up to them, and it seems like they're getting, they've been getting better through the season. Um, and you know, once again, I mean, uh, Gibson is, you know, that guy has been a cowboy killer. Brian Robinson too. What's that? Brian Robinson too. He's been oh, yeah. running Obviously hard. Obviously, the rookie. Yeah, the rookie. So no, they got some players that can that can move the ball. And um, you know, I don't know if it's going to be Sam Howell or Jacoby Brissett. And I don't know which one I'd rather. I don't know. I mean, Sam Howell. You know, uh, he does have good games once in a while. I mean, he can run. He can. He led the, the league in. He led the league in multiple categories for a yeah. little while. <laughs> like so. And he runs his ass off. And, you know, he's the same thing. He checks down. He doesn't go deep very often. Just what I scouted the last time we played him at Thanksgiving. Um, but anyways, yeah, there are things that scare me. And this is not just the shoe and win. I mean, it's 13 and a half right now. The spread. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. It's 13 and a half. We're favorite. <laughs> I would definitely, definitely take Washington. <laughs> and then not only that, but so that means if Dallas was home, it would be a two touchdown favorite. So did you, <laughs> did you hear that? The Eagles are thinking about, uh, benching their starters. Why would they do sure. that? Knowing they could still win the division. That's what I'm hearing. Because they think it's that we're just going to be Washington. They'd rather them have the rest and just no the fucking playoffs. way. I, can't I don't see believe that, that either. But maybe they'll do the first half and see, like, you know, first half starters and then look at our score and if it's close or whatever. Nah, I, mm. Yeah, I mean, may, listen, if they see that Dallas is up 35 nothing and a half, then they yeah, maybe like, all right, Jalen. That's have it. A seat. Yeah, probably, fine. Yeah. In that regard, fine. But like, no, I think it's stupid. Which, by the way, which, by the way, was the coolest shit last week. And you think that sometimes that the players don't get really like hyped up about things. There was a camera on the 49ers watching the Eagles lose. Like, they're literally and still in their uniforms. And they went fucking berserk when they saw the Eagles lose. They got the one seed. And there's people, like, caring about this. And sometimes you think, like, do they give a fuck? Like, they gave a fuck. Debo was going yeah. nuts knowing they were, got like, the, the playoffs go through San, Santa Clara. Um, yeah. So, and they can rest event. everyone this week. They're going to rest everyone. Well, no, it's already been uh, determined. Uh, CMC has been ruled out because he tweaked his uh, calf. Yeah last week so he's not 100 percent. he's out and i was telling my buddy i was like look if since they don't here's the only thing that uh, alarms me about that if you're banged up yes take the week off you got the one seed if you're not if you're brock purdy if you're debo if you're Ayuk, or if you're kittle kittle got banged up too he might sit but like if they don't play this week they got another week off do you do you worry any bit about three weeks off of no competitive football fuck no no. Rest them, rest them all, man. I wish we could do that, bro. We're, we're, I, I don't even think we should start some of our offensive linemen this game, to be honest with you. We're probably going to miss, I would assume, Tyler, Tyler Smith tore completely his planter fashion, whatever the fuck it's called. But apparently that's better than just partially tearing it where it's like nagging. If you just completely tear that bitch, you could just get it like worked on and, and like 
comf- comfortable enough to play your game. But if you have a partially torn plantar fasciae, so whatever, weird. right? You would think I'm like, yeah. how does that? But it does make sense. Think about it. Like if you just rip a nail off, right, or your skin on your nail, and it's like, ah, damn, that sucked, but it's off. Right, but if you have that little piece of skin that's just hanging there, you're like, God damn it! Every time I touch something, it like moves, and you want to fucking yeah. lose your mind. It's kind of like yeah. that, you know. Like, right. uh, and again, <laughs> you know, it's funny side story, just because my dad will laugh at this, and anybody who knows me, it was the game against the Rams. Was it the Rams game? Yeah, it was the Rams playoff game. Cowboys Rams when we got ran out by the bowling ball running back. Right. Right. I think it was Alan Hearns who snapped his ankle in half that game. Right. No, that was it. That was against Seattle. Yeah, when we won? It was yeah, we won the week before. All right, so fine. Fine. So that happens. He snaps his ankle in half on, on national TV. And then I like stub my toe, like getting up off the couch. And I was like, oh my God, there's fucking nothing worse than that. <laughs> like the whole family looked at me like, we just saw a man snap his ankle in two, and you're gonna fucking complain about a fucking stub toe. And I was true. like, All right, fair. Um, but yeah, so that was just a side story. But anyway, uh Brett, uh Washington. Do, do, do you think I have my thoughts on it and I'll, I'll save well, it, but look, like, uh, how on, do you feel about this one on paper? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think they're like, I was looking they're They're pretty much ranked the last on defense. Um, this is a different offense we're running now. I mean, obviously it's Dak's offense. He's been playing phenomenal in it. That's uh, really, you know, the shining point of it. I think if we can get up early on them, we should start sitting people. And uh, resting up, man. I mean, because we're going to have a tough road. And, uh, again, uh, even before the game, start resting up some of the offensive linemen um, that need help. And, and you know, I think we can – I think on paper we should be able to hang with them. I'm in you on know? Lyle – I'm in on a reunion for Lyle Collins for, for, for depth. I mean, we let that guy walk out the door, and it was one of our biggest mistakes because then we went to Terrence Steele, and it didn't work out first. You know, like eventually he How real through. is that, though, Starch? And, and, and if he comes in, no, he, he's he in right Dallas. away? He's in Dallas right now. Like, there's a workout scheduled being done right now to make sure he's But I'm saying, fine. do you think, you think he could just come in and start playing? I mean, he's not going to – he's probably going to get to the practice squad and see if, like – and look, in the event that Tyler can't go, right – who are you more comfortable with, Lyle Collins or you with, you with Tyler, whatever the fuck his name is, uh, whatever uh, Bass or Nicole Bass? <laughs> One of those, I forget <laughs> who that guy is. Um, I'm drawing a blank right now, but in any Lance event, like Bass? Lance, no, it's not Lance. <laughs> Him too. The whole fucking end sync, bro. They're all in there. Um, but anyway, so we'll see how that goes, Keith. Before you make your official pick, I do want to say that I went back and I listened to all the podcasts. Uh, I had the time on New Year's Eve, and mm-hmm. I was uh, I found out that coming into this week, the the best <laughs> the best record um, of predicting games is is Brett. So we're gonna give him that award for the year because it's it's he's clinched it. Um, he's nailed really? all. Yeah, you nailed it, dude. So, um, what was uh, my percentage? Uh, well, I mean, I, I picked Dallas basically. He picked every Dallas week. every time. Yeah, yeah, so so do the math. Like he's 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 yeah, but that's four. Wait, you guys eleven and set me up here. He's eleven and five. You set me up. You're trying to get me going. No, yeah, no, I'm his fucking face. No, I'm laughing at you. No, I'm laughing at you because you think you're we're setting you up. You're trying to get the Grinch going. You're trying to get the Grinch going. You're fucking I'm just telling shit. You. You're I'm full just telling of shit. You. No. Congratulations, Brad. I'll be sending you the hardware in the mail. Oh, get the fuck out of here. No, he didn't. Thank you. Thank you. There's no way. There's absolutely no way. How is there no way? I've been right 11 fucking times. Yeah, but you've been wrong four times. Okay, uh, yeah, but you <laughs> you went against Dallas more than you did, than you went with them. What? No, I didn't. Yes, you did. You picked uh, – I was right about – I remember that. Thank you, Sturch. Yeah, no problem. Dude. No, see, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Try to get out of it. Go ahead. No, what, what are you talking about? I didn't I, – I already went over this last week. It's in my notes. I said that every, – Check your notes, Sturch. I don't even my know notes has, my notes Thank has you. Brett at eleven and five, Keith at nine and eight, and me uh, as the same. No, I'm sorry, nine and seven. Both of nine us are and nine seven. And seven. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know why? It, look, look at those searches face. Hold on. No, 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 no. This what? is fucking garbage. You guys, fuck off. <laughs> that is not true. That is not fucking listen. true. Hey, I'll as they right say now. in the streets, God as they say in the streets, numbers don't lie. I, I'm just telling you how it is. That's 
you know. What the fuck is Keith getting mad for? <laughs> I don't know. Because, he's, you guys he, were trying to get to he me. Doesn't want, he doesn't want to admit. Working. He doesn't want to admit defeat, and that sucks. I understand. Like we get it. He's like, grinching so hard. He's right grinching now. very hard. How about right congratulations now. to your older brother? Yeah, I mean, eleven and five <laughs> is nothing off. to sneeze at. <laughs> That's good. Well, yeah. Anyway, why don't we just become one of those uh, 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 media news networks with fake news, huh? Why don't we do that? <laughs> Here we go. All right, Here we so go. Just Here give we... it to Keith, so he, so he's happy. No, you um, have to give anything to me. But I'm saying that's that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Well, I don't know. He went back and did it. Don't argue with he him. Didn't do argue shit. with him. Dude, that's <laughs> fucking with me. And I know you are. And I know you are. Just admit. Listen, start numbers don't. Numbers don't lie. Uh, sure. Keith, you how do you feel? Yes or no? How do you feel about... Um, <laughs> yeah, I fucking know it. How do you feel All right, do about... me a favor. Do me a favor. Yeah. Let's pull up the Cowboys schedule real quick. Why? Because I can I... do it right here. I can do it right here. Pull up the schedule. The whole thing? Yeah, I'll do. I'll be quick, bro. God damn it. Because I need to Cowboys fucking... Cowboys schedule. All right. So here we go. First we go. one, Giants. 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 I, I said loss. Did you really? Being honest. I did. Remember? Well, Brett said win. Is he the right or right away? He's got to win over here. Yeah. One and oh. <laughs> well, oh wow, Sturge didn't know that. He didn't know that when he went over the fucking thing just last night. He said, "But go ahead." No, no, it was it was in my notes. Um, where is this? Eagles? No. What the fuck? What, what schedule is this? Is Jets is next? I could fucking do it. Why don't you? Just, you got to fucking something in your hand. I could do it off the top of my head. Jets. I said win. Arizona. Why is this I said not? Loss. I got the wrong schedule. <laughs> Um, How the fuck did that happen? Anyway, <laughs> anyway, let's let's get into the Redskins pick. Um, yeah, let's go. We'll, we'll go over this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's get out of this before fucking I, I prove everyone wrong. Okay. Uh, actually, you you are going to receive uh, the I prove everyone wrong award in the email <laughs> as well. Uh, you can hang it right next to your blogging the boys fucking Christmas ornament. <laughs> so in any event, what do we got? Score, finish the season. Do the Cowboys win the NFC East and do the unthinkable? Who's going first? You're going first because you came in second in the picks. <laughs> I've earned the right. Well, we're not going first. You've earned the right for shit. I'm you. Go ahead and pick the game. Uh, so it does worry me, but I meant, believe it or not, when Brett was talking mm-hmm. this time, it kind of made me feel more comfortable about picking the Cowboys. Okay. He's right. I mean, like the way our, we've been running the offense is completely different from last year, um, and and I see Washington having a difficult time trying to stop us on offense. Do you think they cover this whole massive spread? Do you think we blow them out? Um, I don't know if it's a blowout, but I would say we win by. I would say I said it's thirteen and a half. Mm-hmm. I would say maybe thirteen. We win by. Say something. Yeah. Like, 30 17 or or you know something like that but i see us scoring in the 30s and i don't know where they're gonna go all right brett 2023 picks champion go ahead you go next since i have the title you go next all right all right all right um look normally i would i would tell you the packers stuff you know i'm your fucking title you guys are fucking awful but go ahead your title is generic there's no fucking title it's in the mail um Anyway, the uh, I think, you know, going into these these games, you know, there are letdown games. You let one down against Buffalo. You could have beaten the Eagles on the road. Um, the Arizona game was just a complete abomination, but it was like really early in the season for us not to even know what team we had. Um, the Miami game, again, there was decisions made where I think we could have won that game too. The Cowboys did not expect to be in this position. They did not. They did not because they knew how good the Eagles were playing throughout the course of the year. Now that the Eagles have dropped four of their last five and, and look like a very, very piss-poor football team, because let's be honest, Cardinals handled them. They didn't beat them. They handled them. I know it came down to the end and they had a Hail Mary and all that shit, but the Cardinals statistically ran all over this good run defense. Eagles are in trouble. The Cowboys know what's in front of them now, and they take care of business. They're going to win the NFC East this year when – Nobody thought they could because of the fact that the Eagles were so good. This is a different Cowboys team. They got away with one. Let's be honest. Like with whatever the case may be, however you're going to spin this, they got out of that Detroit game with a win. However you want to do it, they won that game. They put themselves in a position to win the division. I think they do. Give me something like, I'll say like 27, 13, 
27-13. Cowboys get up early, um, which doesn't really typically happen. Um, but I don't know if this one's close at halftime like it was with the Niners or whatever, but I think the Cowboys know what's at stake here. They know it's home cooking if they get a win, and they know the path to the their first NFC championship game since 1995 will run through Dallas. So they know it. If they, I, I'm picking the Cowboys. However, if they go out there and throw a stinker up and drop this one and wind up being the five seed in the playoffs, you can forget it. You can forget the entire season because I don't think there's a shot in hell for the Cowboys get out of that first round with a win on the road. I don't. So they know you want to talk about Brett's favorite term of the year. This, my friends, <laughs> is a must win. Brett, take us home. Um, being the the number one picker, um, I'm obviously I'm going with uh, Dallas. But uh, here's the thing: I think if we jump up early on them, we we end up sitting some starters. Um, and then, you know, Washington can come back if we jump up early on them. Uh, I, I see us winning by like 10 points. Um, it's a lot closer than us say. So, I mean, that's, that's yeah, I would do, I would say something like 27, 17. Okay. Dallas. Uh, I just did it, everybody, while they were all were fucking blah, blah, blah. And I wow. So you weren't even, you weren't even, you Brinchin hard. Four fucking times. Four times. Fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah, but Keith, uh, obviously, I didn't pick Dallas every week. I remember that I, I I picked us to lose against Philly when Philly won. Um, no, you picked us. Every I know. Week. No, I didn't. <laughs> what a homer! <laughs> yeah, you did. No, I didn't. I picked us to lose You're against fucking, Philly. I, I actually went back and listened to that. No, no, and you no. know something. I, I got, I, you know, you guys want to fuck with me, and I swear on everything. I went back and listened to previous episodes, and I ripped the audio. And I'm gonna. I want to put it into the final cut to embarrass my big brother. And how many times he was fucking a hypocrite this this fucking year? And how <laughs> well, how, was was, I, how am I? Can a we post it as a, can, we, can we post it as the greatest the whole fucking time? Can we? Can we po- hey, and hey, now Keith, you guys we... want to put this on me, and I decided not to do it <laughs> because you know we're family and we're blood, and I you know I didn't want to put him on blast like that, you know, and make him look like. Well, explain to me how I'm a hypocrite, Keith. Explain to me how I'm a hypocrite. No, no, no. You're a hypocrite. No, we're not going to get No, you can find that out in the bonus episode of the Jersey Boys podcast. There's no no such thing as a hypocrite. Every every week is different. Every team is different. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about something else. I will say this, though. This The the Eagles kind of slid like the Romo Cowboys used to in December. Remember that? Yeah, when we couldn't win a game in December. Yeah, there was was Well, how about this? And that's what I want to bring up. The 2014 Cowboys, um, do you remember – how what our what our how what our record was and what we did that year. So I'll I mean, what, about this. That was the that was the Detroit debacle, right? Like, it and then the no Detroit, catch, no catch. We ended up, you know, that was the catch, Des catch. But mm-hmm. that's the whole thing, right? What did we do that season? We were fucking dominant on the road. We didn't lose one road game that year. Road Warriors, I remember doing that. Mm-hmm. So I meant, you know, maybe this will be the opposite. You know, <laughs> we suck on the road and we actually win on the road this time. So you just never know. I mean, look, I I don't want to see the road anymore until the first championship game since '95. That's that's really what I want, and I think that most Cowboys Nation can agree that that's the that's the path. Um, I'll, I'll look. I'll bluntly say this: I know it's uh, players aren't getting ahead of themselves. I can as a fan. If the Cowboys win the division, I, I think. Look, San I, Franco, I'm loving how you're acting like it's hard to say, Sturge. No, no, no. It's it is hard to say because I'm Don't I'm a do, fucking lunatic. The curse. The I'm yeah, a lunatic. I'm not I'm not Sturge cursing anything, but it's very hard for me to imagine that the Niners would handle us a fourth straight time. I don't uh, care where the stop, is. Stop, so, Sturge. We'll now, stop now. We'll see. Yeah, I know. Right, These guys are, they're fucking hey. texting me. They're texting me during the fucking game the other night. Like, uh, I told I told him I was like I told you Jared Goff would have one opportunity and they would blow it. And they're like. Wait to the onside kick, and I'm like, okay, fine. So well, I wait to the onside fine, kick. But oh, so you want to talk about that? Why don't you talk about the text before that when we got the interception and the two minute warning? And you're like, oh, I told you, I called it to a T. We stopped them. I'm like, the game's not over. We need to fuck. And then Detroit. Got I know. The ball and, then, and then the Dallas Cowboys pulled the Dallas Cowboys on me and couldn't seal the deal. Yeah, well, you're that's right. why you can't saying. do the search curse. There's search right, curse. That's over. why I said, all right, all right, all right, like, all right, all right. I'm like, dude, just wait, just. 
wait. I'll wait. I'll wait next time. And the other see. thing now is that with Jimmy Johnson in the ring of honor, hopefully uh-huh. that curse is lifted. Uh-huh. Yes. That was my most successful tweet of 2023. I said, <laughs> I said, Jimmy Johnson gets in the ring of honor. The Dallas Cowboys escape with one that would never go our way in any other year. And then the fucking Kyler Murray led dog shit Cardinals walk the dog in, in Philadelphia so and put us in this position. Coincidence? Are you going to send me not. the – are you getting a trophy made for real? Yeah, for you. Hey, no, you know for real. Funny? You know what's funny? No, I'm not getting a fucking trophy made. Search, you better watch the Eagles game. He's like, Murray driving. And then I turn on the game, and as soon as he fucking sends a text, Murray gets a fucking 15-yard sack and they have to settle for a field goal. I'm like, dude, just stop. Let it go, man. <laughs> just get off my dick, bro. They're fucking, they, they, they lost. The, the Eagles lost. That's all that matters, right? Right. God damn it. All right. Anyway. Sturge curse. The Sturge curse. The Sturge curse. No, I, I think you should get like I'll pay and get it made since I want it, and then then every year we'll 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 we'll. Yo, we'll why don't you get why don't you get an Oscar made for him and every other fake fucking trophy he's never won? Then how about that? I'll oh get my. I'll get a trophy must... made. World's best dad. Yeah, you know, exactly. <laughs> Can we at least get a title belt? I think that was well, more I on brand. Won an award, by the way. Huh? Best is... fucking godfather ever. <laughs> That's, Christmas. True. that's great dude that's well, great now I'm, now I'm the picker yeah i'm just listen the the the, the list of act it's like cobra kai nationally known great godfather by the way also fucking won the picks <laughs> so, why does yes. it bother you keith and it doesn't bother Sturge? i don't understand because you guys because because you've been the probably the worst out of all of us all fucking year <laughs> that's what bothers me how I'm, I'm, i've been right 11 times 11 yeah, times. Yeah, so have we, but you, I mean, you just went with the Cowboys. I mean, for me to go out and go against the Cowboys and pick them to lose three of the four fucking times is pretty good. Sorry. It is pretty good. It's not great, but it's good. It wasn't Sorry, good. Was I, predicted not good. Them to be, I predicted them to lose the Buffalo. You guys fucking bright. Oh, no, this is a different team. This is this team, the camaraderie in the, the way they are. The way That's we're not what I playing. First of all, if you're gonna, if you're gonna a listen, search, if you're gonna little search, I just think this is the game where Dak is gonna throw them on our shoulders and we're gonna win that game. That's exactly <laughs> what you said. I must have it 90 yards going into the fucking fourth quarter. Right? I'm that. It's the best. Listen, right. First I'm, of all, I'm, I'm this. This is my call, Keith. Yeah. I've been fucking honest about this team from day one with Dak, the way we've been playing this one season, the one season I'm the one that went out on a fucking limb. And so far yeah. I'm right. Okay. We're no, 11 and five. No, 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 no. There's difference. Bro. So, so that's like, that's like a fucking, that's like, that's, that's any fanboy out there though. You're just another fanboy. How's it feel? Oh, How do you think you're one? I was never one. How about number one fanboy? Can you get him that one? Number one fanboy <laughs> podcaster? Get him that. Wait, anybody could have did what you did, bro. Wait, listen, Keith. We got a friend listen. named Dave Eunuch. I swear to God. My buddy, my buddy Dave Eunuch with the Browns. I still remember. Every fucking time I would talk to him, every summer. So how are you gonna do that? Oh, we're gonna be the best team, man. And I still and I bring it up to him all the time. And he's like, We got Charlie Fry. I'm like, who? <laughs> he's like Charlie Fry, this quarterback at a fucking South Dakota fucking university or some shit. I'm like, who the hell is that? He's like, just wait. <laughs> the fucking guy was awful. All right. Can we also let me remind you? Right. Dave right, Franklin, ahead, Keith. by the way. Talk over everybody. No, Unic is right this year. So congratulations. Let's send Dave a trophy too for being right. <laughs> Every year I've been critical of Dak, rightfully so. I was critical of the team, critical of the defense. This year, look, man, it, it, it there Here were Cubs. times when huh? Here it comes. Go, go ahead. What? Well, I'm just, just waiting for it. This is just a different team. This is just – you said it like 15 fucking times this season. And it is. Also and it is. It's not wrong, right? gonna beat, When they were going to beat Buffalo and when they were going to beat the 49ers. Listen, it's a week-to-week week thing. I didn't say we were going to beat the 49ers either, bro. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Ask Sturch. I know there's, a reason, there's a reason why I'm hoisting the trophy right now. And you're <laughs> See, not. now you're making shit up. You know what? All this is going to do – now you're going to put – now. all right. That doesn't fucking matter. I, Keith's going to go to his – Keith's going to go to computer and be like, it's time to edit. <laughs> no, obviously, hey, Keith, hold on. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell him. Okay. So me and Sturge spoke, and we were like, yo, I, I told him. I said <laughs> I, I told him how free – what did I say, Sturge, for real? He was going to lose his fucking mind. No, but what did I say for real, though, about him? 
about how fucking right he is. Oh, and then but, I yeah, also he did. said, uh, uh, he's like, if we just go out there and tell him that he's been, he, like, he didn't come in first, he'll lose his fucking mind. <laughs> See, I knew you guys were setting me up, but then I started to believe you. So fuck you guys. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 for real. We were saying how freak, how, how fucking oh, right. Trying to make me feel bad. No, 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 you know no. what it is. You know what it is. We want you to grinch out. You fucking Keith, hoe. Keith, you know what it is, bro. You can't what? control your emotions because you a little hoe, dog. Because <laughs> no, 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 I was telling him, I'm like, I need to know. I want to know Keith's assessment of who he wants us to play and, and who he thinks and what the odds are. Because and we're both in agreement. You've been right on, spot on this season, Keith. So as a, new, as a New Year's as a New Year's uh, thing. We're we're gonna start a um every year we're gonna give a, a trophy. So you got the trophy this year for, oh, really? for the for the most right, right? Yeah, I mean I think he sealed it. I mean so All right. so I just want to say what else, what else I did. <laughs> Is, so when I'm watching the, the, the Lions Cowboys game, right? I'm uh -huh. gonna get shirt right here, guys. Tecmo Super Bowl, love it. Tecmo Super Bowl, no, yeah, Tecmo Super Bowl Dallas Cowboys. So as I noticed, as soon as CeeDee Lamb fumbles out of the end zone, I start to think. And I'm like, fuck, you know what this represents, this shirt? The 1991 Dallas Cowboys. Oh, uh, we lost to the Because that's when this game came out. So if you play that game, this is the season we <coughs> lost to Detroit in the divisional playoff. And not only that, a lot of people don't realize, during that season, we played Detroit in Detroit and got fucking blown out. We got blown I out. I remember twice, that game. Twice by them that season. Okay, so I Did changed he? my shirt, <laughs> and I changed my shirt, and look what happened. The fucking ref got confused, and we win the game. <laughs> He's probably like, See, number 70 is reporting eligible. What, what shirt did Keith have on? <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, look, the, the only the, the way I'll leave it is this. Dan Campbell. And this is, like, scary because maybe, like, you know, some people are out there like, mm, NFL scripted, right? When they asked Dan Campbell originally, like when he was fucking hot at the end of the night, yeah. right? He was fucking losing his mind. He goes, we'll see them in a couple weeks. It'll be fine. So it's like. Yeah, yeah but, you know, he also gave us credit Fuck. on how well we played. You're right. No, I'm crazy. He's going he's he has to. He's not going to come they out and say like, really Fuck well. them, we suck. Yeah, but there's no, a very I'm strong saying. possibility that, look, the one seed gets that leak, uh, the weak link in the second round. If Detroit gets out of their first round game and we get out of our first round game, guess what, boys? <laughs> Detroit's coming back to play. So, it's in, so hopefully we're ready and hopefully we got the Jared Goff again. So we'll see. But got to get there first. Let's win the division next Sunday. I would love to see San Francisco see Seattle though. I think that's any, a possibility. Again, they would have to. It would have to be like it would have to be the Rams. I think any Dude. team can go out to San Francisco. Ah, we'll get there when we get there. But look. The Dallas Cowboys could potentially win the NFC East Sunday, 425. We'll be back next week to break it all down, preview the playoffs. I can't fucking believe the season's literally almost over, which is nuts. Um, but yeah, that'll do it. For Dave Sturgio, Brett, and Keith Ernst, and of course, Keith's brand new shiny picks trophy that we'll send to him in the mail. This has been another episode of the Jersey Boys Podcast. Let's see you guys next time. Good night, everybody. Hey. This is Tony Soprano, and you're listening to Jersey Boys Podcast with your hosts, Dave Sturgeo and the Ernst Boys. I mean, I could give a shit about the Cowboys. We're in New Jersey. These guys got balls being Cowboys fans in Jersey. Anyways, enjoy. Well, whatever. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!